I've got absolutely no self-control. I can't even go 20 minutes without a drink on my birthday. Like the mother is like also working through, through the night. Yeah, through the night and then working in the day. Well, how do you deal with having sales when you have so many stockers? You know, how does that affect your stockers? And she's like, how do you? I was like, I don't know. We just have sales. You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lawn, where we chat all things food and business. Right, welcome to the Around the Dinner Table. We're back at you three weeks in a row. We are going solid. I hope you're enjoying our regular weekly content. This is us, 2024, be better. We're be on. Better. Are you being better this year? I'm trying really hard to be better. I, you know, I said last week I was doing Cyber February and I was going on alcohol shaming everyone for being such alcoholics. I was like, I'm doing Cyber February. Uh, and then it was your birthday. Yeah. On the 2nd of February. Yeah. And yeah. I tried. You tried. I did, eh? You were there. I tried real hard. No, minutes. 25 minutes. 25 minutes. And then minutes. Bobby bring me a bottle of my favourite champagne. He's like, <laughs> happy birthday. I was like, no, I'm not drinking. <laughs> anyway, do you want to introduce our guest? <laughs> so that's, yes, better. Um, we're here today with Hannah Courtney, a.k.a. Hannah Malsop, who um, is the brains and face behind Real Rad Food um, and is now Mumfluencer of the Year in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. her Mumfluencing era, which I was just saying um, just before we turned the mic on, like, is really where I started. Like, that is absolutely that place where I started when you just get so immersed in this life with your baby and... Um, Starting solids and every you know I can't even remember now. You're probably in the lawn, but like yeah, handmade bibs and like cute onesies and baby shoes and all that amazing stuff. Um, so we've got Hannah on today to talk a little bit about the business journey with Real Red Food and all things, all things around that. Really, so welcome. Thank you for coming over. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm a big fan of the pod. Awesome. Oh, it's good. It's good. I think it's good. I think we should have more listeners. We need to get some more listeners, eh? Do we just buy them? Do you <laughs> oh, buy more listeners? Is I that how you know. do it? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have, I'll have to think about that. I was just saying to Hannah before that we don't even have an Instagram for the podcast. We just have a TikTok. So we True. must Maybe have we like 100 clips that we can just post onto Instagram. You yeah. get some... Um, like viral podcast clips on TikTok though, right? Yeah, there was some, but they weren't even the ones that were that funny, eh? I it's didn't the think, weird ones. It was real weird ones. But it's the it's the ones that get comments. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Be a bit controversial. You've, yeah, you've got, you've got to cancel <laughs> more stuff. You've got to cancel stuff that everyone loves. Oh, that one that went viral about me saying that the top three restaurants in Auckland. Yeah, and then everyone's got an opinion on it, I yes. guess. Yeah. So come up with some more opinions. Oh, well, I've tried to make some bold calls. I've been making bold calls every week. Yeah, but cancelling wheat books every week is just dumb. No, excuse <laughs> me, I've not even talked about that. Weeks. <laughs> um, all right, where should we start? Shall we, um, shall we talk about real rad food a little bit first? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll do that first and then we'll Go do our it. weekly bits after. So yep. when did you start real rad? In 2000, what am I even? We're 24, 24 now. now. Must have been like eight, nine, nine, nine years ago. I started Real Red Food about seven years ago. Okay, oh, yeah. So you guys do the math on that. It was was it around the same time we started Pepper and Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they'll be having their seventh birthday in April of this year. Yeah, twenty eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, and you must have been. I remember you being very, very young, but then you also looked even younger. 
Thank so you. I remember I was like, it's like 14 year old girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like sports. Yeah, She's doing real yeah. well. <laughs> I, um, I was 21 yeah. when I started it. Yeah. Um, and basically had. Went to university and did a geography degree, which I've never used to this day. So it's basically a forty thousand geography geography forty thousand yeah, dollar piece of paper. That's but rogue. It was rogue, but while I was doing that, I was like working in a cafe that was a plant based cafe, and that's where I learned to make all the raw cakes and whatnot. Right. Yeah. Um. So I guess it served its purpose to some degree, but I started an Instagram page on the side of all of the cakes and stuff that I was making, and just shared what I was making at the cafe um, and at home because I was all very much into the plant-based vegan food scene. <laughs> all the smoothie bowls, I bet. Yeah, you know, seven <laughs> bananas in my nice cream smoothie bowl. Um, it was a time. but Is it one of those brown coconut bowls? Yes, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, grew a following on Instagram and then finished my degree and decided to give it a crack. And, yeah, like you said, went to all the markets. So yeah, so you started at... at Little Bigs? Yeah. Yeah, same as us, which yeah, is really yeah. cool. Yeah, around the same time. I love that. Um, and Real Red started as the raw slices. Oh, the raw cake. You used to do the round cakes, eh? Yeah. And Bliss Balls. Yeah. Yeah. So we were selling the cakes and the Bliss Balls at the markets. And then I really wanted us to be able to send something nationwide because we had, you know, a following all over the country. Yeah. Um, and the Bliss Balls were what we did with that yeah. um, in, in order to be able to reach the people across the country. But a year later, we were able to ship the, slice. ship the slices with, you know, wool, cool, frozen packaging, yeah. etc. overnight. But, yeah. yeah. You were incredible to figure that out because, like, the, I think they've come in leaps and bounds, but it's still got to be the biggest logistical nightmare to ship chilled or frozen goods across the country is just an absolute nightmare. Yeah, and very, very expensive. Yeah, like very expensive. Like the packaging cost and then the, the shipping um, cost. The shipping cost. Did you have much wastage? Like, did you have, like, yeah. 15% just, like... Just didn't spoiled? arrive or didn't arrive for four days or... Definitely in the earlier days, we had a lot more of that, but NZ Post's Perishable Network actually improved a lot yeah. in our later years. Yeah, I, I do um, recall speaking to Danica about that a few years ago. And I, when I started Peppermint, it was never in my head to think, oh, I shouldn't do chilled. I, I just started doing this. And I, I always yeah. just think, like, God, that was a stroke of luck. What a stroke of luck. Mm. But I always remember thinking, God, poor Hannah, I wonder how many emails she If I'm getting emails about product not arriving every day, like, I wonder how many emails she's getting. I think <laughs> for <laughs> us it was like we're a, a very low-risk product mm. Um, mm. in terms of – so it actually was fine – for like, ambient, yeah, yeah, we did a lot of testing. Even it, it wasn't arriving to people frozen. Yeah. So we had to educate the customer on like the slices aren't going to be rock solid frozen yes. when they arrive to you. They will be cold. Yes. Um, but just pop them in your fridge or your freezer. And they'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So we did have a bit more leeway. Yeah, true. You're not shipping meat. Yeah. 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 You're not having chicken sit in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. God, did I tell you about the time I ordered oysters? Did I? Did I think it was yes. Nervous. Yeah. 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 I ordered twelve dozen oysters for a function. Mm. Um, for my book launch. And they never arrived. But they did arrive. Well, yeah, they had arrived and someone put them around the back of my house, like around the side of my house by my wheelie bin. Twelve dozen oysters I found like a week later. <laughs> and did you had like you're like these aren't here sort of thing to the company? Yeah, yeah. I was like, they've never arrived. Yeah. And it was the week it was on the weekend, so I had like four people out trying to I was trying to buy oysters across the land for this event. 
was like, where's my bloody oysters? <laughs> yeah, found them. <laughs> yeah, we had a few situations like that where, like, you know, customers were like, it's not arrived. And I was like, well, here's your tracking that said it did arrive. And then whole investigation with mm. NZ Post. And it's like, is this even, like, sometimes, I'm sure you guys have the same thing. You go to such lengths and you spend so much time trying to figure out where this package is. It's like, oh. let's, like, not even worry about it and just send them a new one because it's not worth the time of creating the investigation. Oh. They yeah. ask you all the same questions yeah. that you have to fill it. It's just like. This is an yeah. interesting yarn because we, we went down that track we got to the point about midway through last year we were like screw it nz posts are messing us around so much let's launch an investigation on every package yeah every we decided parcel. to drill down every single parcel yep. yeah because we we started off like that we we're like customers always right as soon as there's like anything that's gone wrong send them a new parcel if they end up both of them arrive on the same day like what's mm. the cost to us it's not it's not worth it mm-hmm. but then it got to the point where we were having so many like issues and breakages and lost parcels and all this that we um we went down that track as like a as like a research mm. opportunity, and it wasn't worth it. Waste of time. Nah. Absolute waste of time. Yeah, because they just come back to you asking you for more information, these outlandish questions, and then you get nowhere. It's like they're almost just trying to like. And you fight for like an hour. Yeah, at yeah least like, an hour. There's like an hour of someone's time to fill out. Three dollars forty-seven cents plus mm. GST. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's an yeah an hour, an hour of someone's time to try and fight what one claim. And they're only paying cost of goods and stuff, yeah. so it's just yeah, it wasn't wasn't worth it. We had a situation where we packed all of the frozen orders. Maybe there was like sixty on a Wednesday, um, and then the delivery guy was supposed to come back, and so we just put the roller door down and left oh, the box no. there. Um, left the box outside for him to come pick it up, but it was like a new guy. Anyways, long story short, he didn't end up coming to pick Mm. them up. And on the Monday, because we only used to dispatch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Mm. because of Frozen, whatnot. On the Monday, I came to work and we just had all of these emails of like, hey, like asking for tracking, you know, Mm. just like customers like seeming like they hadn't received it. And then like, yeah, we look outside and the box of all of our packages were still sitting there. Mm. They were actually pretty good about that, but. In terms of reimbursing us the cost price. But yeah. it was kind of our bad too because we probably just should have waited to make sure that he came make back. Sure that they got we picked up. And you obviously built that business up to be a pretty epic, amazing thing. And then fast forward on and you sold last year. Mid last year? We Early last year. We settled first week of May. Oh, yeah. They took over first week of May. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what made you decide? Well, you're obviously, you've got a little baby now, and I think you'd settled around the time when was born, eh? Mm. Is that right? Yeah. So you had, you knew you were sold, and that was kind of your handover period, mm. and then your little girl was born, and then you could kind of ease out. So is that what made, the, made you make the decision to? Yeah. I think, for me, even when I started Real Red Food, the goal was always to sell it at some point. I didn't Mm. envision it being my forever career. Mm. Um, And so I think, you know, I had such a big journey with like building a business from nothing and then starting to operate like a pretty, I guess, established business that it felt like I was like, I was keen to close the loop on the whole journey, which to Mm. me was like building something that someone wanted to purchase. Mm. Um, And I always knew that that would be like, in the next few years but January of last year you know I was in my third trimester things were starting to happen in my husband's career that meant that he was gonna be needed pretty heavily in his career and I just knew something had to give yeah I also was like we had just gone through a really big growth period Mm. and I was like this thing is like is I even momentum Yeah. yeah 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 and I'm like and I'm about to have this baby and like being a mother has 
always been something that I've wanted to do and I just I'm going to be spread too thin I'm mm. also a very all or nothing person so mm. like I like go all in on something I went all in on real red food for six years and I wanted the opportunity to do that with like being a mother so in January I decided I was like I think we should list it now because it might take a while to sell yeah um, even if it takes you know a year 18 months I I can make it work for that long with Win. Yeah. Um, There's an end and goal. Yeah. yeah. Insight. Yeah. And so we listed in January. No, sorry. We, we, I went to the broker in January. January, all the information went out to the his database in maybe February. First conversation, only conversation I had was with the people that purchased it in March. Mm. Then there was like wow. a due diligence period of three weeks, which is pretty short. That's short for a business. Very yeah, short. because... Wow. I was very pregnant and his wife, Sarah, was also actually very pregnant. Ah, okay. So we actually ended up, um, so we were in the due diligence period. We were supposed to settle like the day after Wynn was actually born, but settlement got pushed back five days. I remember we were like on the phone with the lawyers driving from the hospital to the birthing centre. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is life? (laughs) Anyways, we ended up settling and she was like a week old and then the handover period started when she was in that very much newborn phase. I remember thinking like this is full on doing a handover period with a newborn, but I'm so like the timing was perfect because she just slept the whole time and I just like tapped well on my laptop all day like sending them all this stuff and then Mm. went in a few times and whatnot but um Kelsey who's still with the business who was my staff member um did majority of like the operational handover oh that's good that would have been really um that's intense yeah newborn and handover but yeah wow I guess you just do what you got to do. I do remember with Kit, I was in labour doing my GST return, like in between contractions. Like yeah, you just yeah. do it, eh? You yeah. just do what you have to do. Yeah. And then, yeah. And so with your handover, did you have um, any ties like for the next six months or anything? Yeah. What was your sort of like, uh, well, when we sold Kitco, um, we have a two-year sort of like ease out almost mm-hmm. um to to sort of well we just want to make sure that they succeed i guess yeah we we do we do want to make sure that they succeed but they were very wary of how heavily tied to the business i was which is the same in your case you know real rad food mm-hmm. was very much hannah and i think they were worried that if if i was just Got done you. that that what would happen yeah. so um it, which is easy it was like nothing to agree to i'm, like, I'm literally going to be using this cookware every day regardless so yeah. Yeah. it's really easy to so is there like set things that you have to do every week no nah. just no nah, there's actually not but um for anything that I do do um and that, I, that any sales that we bump up we do we do um see a financial benefit mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. from that in return mm-hmm. um so it's in my best interest to make yeah. sure that their turnover stays really yeah. good yeah yeah um, and then that, that leaves me free to be like, I, don't, I mean, I don't even, I literally don't even think about it. I just use the cookware yeah, as, yeah. as I would normally yeah. and direct everyone to. But at the end of, before you sold Kitco, that's all we did with Kitco anyway. Like we were very. That is very all, that is all I've ever done with Kitco anyway. That's why we sold it. Like it was yeah. <laughs> so yeah. hands off. It, it is very hands off. Yeah. Um, but it's quite, yeah. It's, it's We've got the usual like non-competes and stuff like that. Yes. Which is, which is totally fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and my um, and our sale and purchase 
um, the broker was like, oh, yeah, and just this one's really important to know, you, like, you won't be able to operate another food business for X amount of, and, like, before he even finished the sentence, I was like, I will never be doing this again. <laughs> like, Don't worry. Don't worry about that. I'll sign on the dotted line. <laughs> How many years? Just, like, double it, yeah, so I yeah. definitely can't do it. But, no, so I had the – our sale and purchase was, like, very um, – standard apparently it was very standard there was nothing uh like a it was basically you know pay the money it's yours there was no long-term buyout period etc but um there was a six month period where they were able to contract me as like a marketing to do marketing work for interesting um and we actually ended up, I only did that for about three months because the other counterpart of that, Lauren, who used to contract to me, who contracted with, with them for a while, she ended up taking a full-time role elsewhere. Mm. So between Sarah and I, it was just like a little bit too much work and they needed to either get another they basically ended up got, getting an agency on board to assist them with marketing. And with yeah. that meant that more of the budget was going to the agency. So I was like, I'm happy for it to end now if it needs to end well and end now with um, budgets. And yeah, yeah. yeah, so I was assisting them with marketing. Um, and we also launched Rad Mama like right after we sold the business. So I was, and that was like my product because, you know, I just had a baby. Yeah, yeah. So it made sense. Um, but that's basically it. And I have, I'm very friendly with them now. I went to their Christmas lunch and whatnot, but they are just out there doing their thing and yeah, cool. kind of there was there was quite a big line in the sand, which was what I wanted because I think it's important. I was ready to move on with my next chapter. Yeah, It's like, you know, going back and like dating your ex again sort of thing. You know, I just wanted totally. to, I, and the broker was also really helpful for me with that. He was like, you don't give too much of yourself away because mm. you're going to want to, you know, draw the line in the sand. And you don't mm. want to end up being resentful of it or resentful of them or, mm. like, feeling like you're getting dragged along mm. on something that you're not in control of, so that's fair. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, biggest supporter of the brand, but we're just out there doing our own thing now, which yeah, is nice. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. It's very interesting. Like, it's always in my head with Pepper and me um, as to how that how that might look. Um is an end game everyone's always asking that and I'm like oh we've just never had an end game because it's it provides such a great lifestyle for myself and Lorna which we can sort of pick and you know obviously we can't pick and choose everything but pick and choose when we're here and mm. have a lot of creative freedom I get to cook all day which is essentially all I want to do anyway um and then you just have to deal with the gnarly bits as they come but I think the more that I look and see other people, I'm like, we need to have a plan for an exit plan. But do you know what the best thing about what you just said is? It's like you just – it's such a desirable business for someone else to buy as well because they're going to get that same flexibility mm. that you guys have mm. right now. Yeah. Like, I love I, – and I could – I loved what I did with Real Red Food for all those years. Like, it was so mm. great. We worked Monday to Wednesday sort of thing. I worked from home Thursday, Friday. Like, it was a very desirable business mm. to purchase because we built a business that I love to run. Yes. I, I really yeah. enjoyed running, which someone else will want to do one day too. Yeah, I think um, – and that's what happened with Kitco because mm. it was structured mm. quite similar. similar. The, the, the shipping was then outsourced from a 3PL. It was very hands-off. Like, essentially, all you doing is promoting the product uh, and reordering, maybe choosing new colours um, and you could 
like we we learned enough about wholesale to, to have built that in that if they wanted to wholesale it, they could go down that avenue. If they wanted to go to Aussie, they could go down like you're selling this entity that's got all these options for growth. And that's what someone said mm. to us recently. You need to sell before you peak mm. complete like or or when you're heading towards that peak, you don't want to be selling on your downhill. Yeah. yeah. And that was the same like same with Real Red Food. We had just gone through this massive growth period and I was speaking, like, my brother's right into, he's, like, a business banker or whatever. But he was like, oh, like, look at the numbers. Like, you can't sell now. Like, you could make X amount of dollars in the next financial year. And I'm like... That makes but, it worth more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it was also a, lo- a great feeling to go into these meetings with the purchasers knowing that, like, I, I w- didn't need to be done now. If mm. I, and, like, if, if I hold on another year, this could maybe be worth X more. Yeah. And so, like, I felt like I had power in the seat. So I'm like, 100%. this is what I want for it. This is an awesome business that I'm happy to continue operating if yep. I need to. Yeah. And there's so much potential that either you or I am going to reap the rewards of. Yeah. And that's yeah. exactly exactly the same with Kitco. Yeah. We went to the broker and we're like, oh, look, we don't need to sell. This is how much I want for it. Mm. If, if you, you can't get it, don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no room for negotiation. No, nah, not yeah. really. Yeah. Nah. Same. We're like, oh, I'm, you know, we're fine. It's not really taking, it's taking up a little bit of our time. Mm. I need. Ideally, we could have the cash in the bank to square, like square up some loose ends and invest a bit more in some other stuff. But um, and that gives you the absolute power, eh? Totally. Which is great. And and yeah, you'd, yeah that's what well, that's a big learning that I would take away f- to, towards selling anything else. Mm. But we came able to pepper me is like, don't wait till you're forced to sell. Yeah. 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 Sell when you're like I'm at a good place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When you're happy, but I mean that it goes to show as well how fast Real Red sold as well. Like if mm. you manage to have mm. that tied up in the space of what, three or four months, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, that's wild. So we've been talking a little bit about buying businesses, buying property, all sorts of things. With the interest rate being so high at the moment, how it makes it really hard or harder to sell a business with, with a when you're paying so much interest on that debt. Well, your profit needs to be so high mm. because if it's not, if it's like, oh, yeah, big profit, but also I'm investing this much money, my my interest at that interest rate. Um, so you you'd be looking to sell to someone who's very cashed up, mm. in which case it would then just be absorbed into another manufacturing system and put on mm. all the supermarket shit. Like that's who it would yeah. sell to. Right. So that's quite an interesting thing to be aware of, like with us at the moment. Yeah, the cost of money is expensive. The cost of money is expensive, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're looking at buying possibly a piece of land in a year or so to 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 make people and me bigger and, yeah, running those numbers on that interest rate's like, mm. it's not going to be the best option, so. Well, it would be worth it, but it's just the risk is way higher. Than yeah, and your returns, returns way, way lower, especially in Tariko where, where it's... Um, Cost of land is double the cost of somewhere twenty minutes away. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yep. Not that we're experts, but we're certainly like learning a little bit at the moment about all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. See, we hard. never. Um, we're very lucky to just grow slowly and reinvest the profits. Like that was the thing. Like real red food kind of needed like someone else who was going to come in and maybe take some risk. Mm. Mm. Whereas I was just like trotting along and then it got to this level and I was like, I think I'm done here. Because really I was just a creative. Yeah. I wasn't actually right. a you I had no idea really. I was just figuring out figuring out figuring it out as I went and 
I think in order for Real Road Food to go to the next level, it needed that like next level of sort of. Yeah, very much the same as me. Mm. I, yeah, I, I'm very much just a creative, and then you learn as you go. I always felt like I admired your discipline, though. You you had really good discipline in learning, whereas I kind of like slipped off the wheel. wheel like, like what do you mean? Discipline is. Is I've that got even no in your vocabulary? I've got no. no discipline at all. Someone said that's that the difference means. between, I read this, some, the difference between successful people and non-successful people is control. Oh, yeah. Everything comes down to control yeah. or, or discipline. Do you have self-control? I have absolutely Zero. Sure, you no. are so successful, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got absolutely no self-control. I can't even go 20 minutes without a drink on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Not many can. Oh, like food, alcohol, alcohol Feb, yeah. anything, anything. No 36 hours into February. Oh, okay, oh, I'll have a champagne. Yeah, Fine, twist, twist my arm. Twist my rubber arm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that sort of quote's always stuck in my head. I've always kind of been like, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it's mm. one thing I don't have that I wish I had. We did that. Have you done that Clifton Strengths Finder? Or like a personality. So there's like it's like personality profiling. We've been doing it with new employees, and it's incredibly accurate. So there's like a, a spectrum of 35, 34 strengths. Strengths, and there's across five different categories. Yep. There's like relationship building, uh, tasks. Um, uh, like, like communication, uh, communication, and then there's doing uh, or competition or something like that. that one, and uh, and um, what's the one? Um, and it's literally like achieving. Yeah, it's got like st strategic stuff like that. And then your strengths are like, and you get your top five, and then you work so you play towards these strengths, and you like right that. So mine, mine are adaptability. So I'm very, I've got great adaptability. I can like yeah. change with the wind and like adapt real mm -hmm. quick. Uh, mine is. Um, my, my top strength, what's the one we you? Woo. Woo. Woo, which is um, Impressing basically other basically being able to charm, like yeah. being a bit like. Charismatic. Yeah, yeah, charismatic. Uh, and then what's the other what's one? What's our top one? The, the one that we both have, I where we, we, like we rush into one things. Mine's second, and it's like just about starting. It's stuff. the opposite of deliberation. You basically yeah. dive into things Impulsive? without thinking. Yeah, it's, it's like that, much, but it yeah. makes it sound positive. Right. <laughs> and it's, it is a strength because it means you like. You Decisive? Just, you leap into things yeah. and you're not scared to just give them a go. And and at the other end of the scale is uh, yeah, the deliberation is when you, you think, mm. think, study, think, and then you act at the end and you both get to this uh, activator. activator. That's what it's called. So activator just jumps yeah. in and learns as they go. Just starts. And deliberation <laughs> yeah. learns. And you both get there in the end, but that's, that's my top strength is yeah. you just jump in with your eyes closed. Yeah. I think um, you've got to be that way in, in this sort of industry as well. I think it's a great skill to have. But then, do you know what my number 34 strength is? Discipline. Discipline. <laughs> that is my, that is not even, it's not, it doesn't even show up. Are not you even, disciplined? Not a, no. no, but it's not 34. It's probably <laughs> it's like in the middle 34. somewhere. Literally yeah. 34. It's yeah. so fascinating. And we do find it like bang on when we're hiring staff. Yeah. Interesting. And you can kind of think like, what? You know, we when we hired Ella, our sales rep, we're like, well, we want some good relationship building. But I, I'm like, we need someone. What we lack is someone who achieves tasks because mm. I'm, we're going to ideas, leap in, do this, do this, go with the flow. But I'm like, do I actually uh, achieve anything? Sometimes no. Because we activate stuff, but we don't we, finish exactly. anything. Exactly. We could write a to-do list exactly. really good. We wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> I'm sure that there's so many entrepreneurs out there, though, that are, are the same. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. See, I am like a list writer and a ticker, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so yeah, it's it's quite fascinating. So yeah, when we yeah when we hire people like we all we need to look to f- to we look at the these. grid of our, our whole team and be like oh, this is a big empty we're spot really over here. lacking no in this whole yellow <laughs> category <laughs> of doing yeah anyway okay uh, what were we even talking about I've gone gone rogue oh I was just saying I admire that and you I always found that you were quite disciplined when you like said you were going to do something mm. and you actually sort of achieved it like. Yeah, that's me just being quite all in on things. So, yeah. like whether that be like nothing, the whole yeah. business in general, mm. or like I want to launch X product, mm. I can just like I'm just gonna like do it until it's done, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, I guess that just gives me purpose and like it satisfies me to get a project over the line. Yeah, that's so cool. So right now you're all sold and done, and you've got little baby Wynn and you just got married, which is very cool. And now you're like what? I don't want to say you're like mum fluencing, but like what's next on the cards? What's like... Yeah, so I do... I always had like a bit of a personal brand alongside Mm. Real Rad Food. Um, And my brand was... My personal brand was really built off the back of people enjoying my business journey with Real Rad Food. Um, So it was actually awesome to leave... To finish with Real Rad Food and then have a creative outlet of continuing to create content mm. under a personal brand. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, do a little bit of creator influencer work. Um, and then in terms of, like, my next steps for, like, an actual career, my partner's involved with food stuff, so we're hoping to buy a supermarket in the next 12 months or so. And I will have some role in that. Cool. Not sure what that's going to look mm. like, but that will be... I'm not going to be starting another business anytime soon. Like we sold real red food in order to go and do the supermarket thing. Yeah, um, cool. And also like, it's going to be, it's it's going to require a lot of him slash all of him. So like, I yeah. just want to make sure that like the fam, like the family is like my, it's my focus. Sort of. And then I'll support in the store as and where I can. Mm, cool. Um, but yeah, that's really what I'm doing now and planning to do next, I suppose. Cool. I always you always said you always said that was on the card, so mm. I did kind of wonder if that's where you were gonna gonna go. Yeah, so he's been working in a store for ten years now mm. and then earlier this year. Yeah, which was another catalyst for Real Red Food because like he was approved as a operator and then um now we're just sort of waiting for one to come up. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. a big thing. I know heaps of well, a few people that like all of a sudden something like pops up. Mm. Five hours away, and you're just gone. Mm. <laughs> You've been yeah, waiting well, for we could so go long. anywhere. It could, could happen, yeah. eh? Just yeah, would you go? You'd go, eh? You just, yeah, yeah, I'm ready as yeah. well. I've been here, like, I grew up here, went to Auckland for three years, and then came back here. So I'm very, I love this place so much, um, but very keen to just be somewhere new where we know no one mm. and, like, build relationships and be in the community and all that cool. sort of stuff. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. Oh, cool. Well, that's great. That's such a great journey story I love yeah. it I look forward because you're so young I like look forward to seeing what you do next I'm ready to retire <laughs> Same. I'm like I'm done I'm exhausted I say to Mac like Sundays are my favorite day because I like go to sleep being like tomorrow may as well be another Sunday like oh that's so nice yeah, yeah I feel like very I am very like so many of my mum friends that had children similar time as when um very keen to get back into the workforce mm. and like good on them. But I am so feel so lucky to have the choice and option to stay at home because like it's exactly where I want to be. I feel very fulfilled 
caring for win and I do like treat it like a job in some aspects too like I love to work hard and so like at the end of the day when I sit down and win's gone to bed I'm like oh, it's like big day yeah, yeah. big day but like yeah. you know that's fulfilling to me cool. yeah that's do all awesome. the household duties and stuff so nice. I'm a bit of a chameleon I can go through many areas it's literally more work than a full-time job though it's like yeah I, oh god I've, I've got I know, I know these two like newish dads I don't know them super well but like uh, real good friends with my partner mm. and he comes home and he's like oh god they're really struggling eh? they think they do everything and I was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to give them yeah. a reality check and mm. like, oh they stay home all day and do nothing like, oh my god you do and like <laughs> yeah we're going to it but I was like oh someone needs to just give them both a kick up the ass absolutely <laughs> shocking it's so hard it's so mm. absolutely hard you almost want to go back to work to have a break from that full-time job <laughs> yesterday I like Mac was home yesterday public holiday and I was going to go for a walk up the mountain and there was just no car parks and so I was typically I'd be like this is so annoying I just want to like get out the mountain and like go for a walk but I was actually just like it's actually so nice to just be like driving around by myself <laughs> so I just like kept doing laps and then this I just so drove lush. home and I was like I actually feel better <laughs> like that was I normally I'd come home in such a huff and a puff like why are all these people in my town yeah. but um so yeah good. the mental load of motherhood is definitely yeah. like a lot and I think that I saw something on TikTok and it was like as soon as um you know you let the dad sleep through the night and you do all the night feeds or whatever because the dad has to go to work in the morning mm. and it's like that is like the first time where like you just like see the shift of what the mental load is because like the mother is like also working through, through the night yeah through the Something. night and then working in the day yeah and they think that yeah we just like go off and get coffees with the mum friends and mm. yeah I do and motherhood does come very like naturally and quite easy to me also when is a very good baby mm. I've been lucky in that as well but um it's definitely hard work. Like the other night I went to go get a spray tan and Mac was on the dinner and bath time. So, you know, five till six o'clock. And he was just like, oh, I'm glad you made me do this because it just makes me like appreciate what you do three times a day, day in, day out sort of thing. So I think it's important for them to like have time solo with the baby so they actually understand because I think he can forget sometimes because I just do everything because I want to. Yeah. 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 How old is she now? Nine months? Yeah. Nine yeah. Months. Yeah. She seems so chill compared to, we've got a 10 month old and he is like screamy as anything and just like throwing stuff everywhere and I see you feeding wind and I'm just like, she's so chill. Is that like a girl thing? Well, or I don't yeah, know. I, like, I do see oh, boys man. and I'm like, they look way more hectic. I think it's a second child as well. Like he's that just was, a bruiser. That was he is walking just at eight months old. Yeah. Like yeah. he Crazy. was so Wind full can't on. even crawl. She only just Enjoy sat. that. Enjoy <laughs> that. Most of it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Abel was walking nine months and Marley will be walking in the next month as well. He's, mm. he's standing up for himself. But second kids are so much different though. You're like, yep. in your slot. <laughs> <laughs> you got another one. Yeah, I'm definitely just enjoying just having one at the moment because yeah as I said she's so chill and it's like so easy that yeah. I'm just like when definitely not in a rush to have two I just feel like it will become so chaotic it's pretty chaotic but then yeah I don't know I was like people was like literally a dream she's still the easiest child so on the planet she just just does everything she's asked yeah, yeah I can't wait till kids like are, 13 or something oh, he's already oh my gosh I just cannot deal with him sometimes 
He gets away with so much. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get away with it at Shannon's house and that's quite hard to like, because people tells me. She was telling everyone really? at my house the other day because uh. Kit had a big old hissy fit because we walked to someone else's swimming pool and Kit had a big old tantrum when we got out because he didn't have his clothes. So uh. I took him home to get his clothes yeah. and Peppa goes to everyone else, oh, there goes Kit getting his way as per. <laughs> <laughs> She's iconic. I was like, can you amazing. stop <laughs> exposing me? <laughs> So good. <laughs> that is hilarious. So yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll talk about food, eh? Um, what? Yeah, we'll talk. What's our usual segments? What has what's been, been on, on your plate? plate? What's the best thing you've been eating recently? Cooked or out anywhere? Best thing I've had cooked at home is fish that Max caught. He's mm. been like actually pretty lucky in the Bay of Empty lately. So we've had a lot of fresh fish, which has been nice. Oh, and so good, eh? Unbeatable fresh fish. Yeah, like death row meal, like fish tacos. Is yeah, like same. It. It's just like, you know, I get the corn tortillas. Yeah. Um, okay. So good. Just like spray some water on the pan. They're like so soft and delicious. I like keep it real simple with just iceberg lettuce, red onion, either crumb or just pan fry the fish. Either yeah. way, but like fresh fish is like, so oh, good. I actually made the exact meal a week ago and I put black gold on the fish. Oh. Like the salt down new salt and vinegar yeah, seasoning. Nice. And then nothing else, just pan fried it. Yeah. And then we had the same. I've got flour I like flour tortilla. Avo, iceberg, tomato. Yeah. We do bear battered fish and fish tacos. Little like little tiny little almost like nugget size. Better your own fish. Yep. Oh yeah. Do you know what is like the ultimate when you have fresh fish that was literally just caught a couple of hours ago. I don't know if you guys are going to agree with this because you're like real foodies, but sometimes I take that fish to the fish and chip shop, oh. get it oh, crumbed. Yeah. yeah, crumbed. So it's like yep. mint quality fresh yeah, snapper, yeah, yeah, crumbed yeah. and like naughty as from the fish and chip oh. shop, but in like fresh tacos. It's so good. I agree. 100% yeah, agree I'm with that. It, yeah. I'm so into that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And you got your chips and you, yeah. Oh, fresh snapper, eh? It's actually just... I was so spoilt with it when I used to work on yachts mm. here and you just eat fresh snapper all the time and then I just don't buy it. It's not something I buy because yeah. it's just never as good. That's but then, so yeah, good. when everyone's been on the fish, it's just so good. I've got a freezer full because I went fishing in. Um, oh, you did too, didn't you? Mungafai. Yeah, when, uh, Mungafai. Yeah, and I we caught like 15 fish and then I got I took it all home. It was great. Two-hour charter. Loved it. Yeah, so it's frozen, so it's not as good, but I caught it, so it's... Still great. <laughs> <laughs> what did we? Oh, I went to Pap House for my birthday, but I didn't actually have any dinner because I decided. So <laughs> I'm, on my, I'm on my, trying to do my blooming February challenge. I signed up for this like what does it monthly entail? challenge. It's like a weight loss challenge at the gym. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I need to do this. This is something I need to do. So I was like, oh, I'm drinking alcohol, but not eat. That'll balance out. <laughs> Makes sense. But then, yeah, we had we did have Leo's pizza last week, and I haven't really had it before, but it's in Pap, and it's like a... Is it on Sandhurst? No. No, no, no. No, that's Basilico. Right. That's nice, but this one's this one was better. It was like yeah. a square, but flat-based, like, thin, nice thin crust. With heaps of oregano. It was stunning. I loved it. Yeah? Like, best pizza I've had around for ages. Yeah, really nice wood-fire square-based Leo's pizza. Nice. We just had a cheese pizza. It was great. I can't think of anything else, really. Have you had um, the pizza at, like, Rita's, but it's actually, like, Lloyd's Pizza? Yeah, the Avenue, the, yeah, the like, big fat yeah, square do ones. do you like that? I do like it. Thick? It's very thick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you're, like, super hungry and you're wanting some bread, mm. it's basically loaded for kasha almost, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. do like it, but I think there's a 
yeah, you've got to really like be feeling like mm. that. If you want something sort of super cheesy, it's probably not yeah. not the best. Yeah. But I quite liked that. They used to you do the pepperoni one. You could put hot honey on it. Mm. I used to love that one. Do you like that? I do like that. Um, they used to do the Hawaiian one. Maybe oh, yeah. that also had hot honey. Yeah, maybe. It was like a hot Hawaiian. It was like yes. a spicy Hawaiian. It was I, re- but they don't do it anymore. But yeah. I, we do like that. But I don't often. If I'm looking for something like that, I'm pro- I'm like a big Palestine. It's been done, I, but I I, I saw you were there the other day. That is my it's so good. Absolute the wings favorite. are that good as they well. Are so good. Matt used to always get them, and I'd be like, Nah, not really my thing. And now I'm like eating half the wings. Yeah, the hot buffalo wings with the blue cheese dip are mm. outstanding. So good. So good, especially if you're hungover and like yes. cheese and gravy fries. Oh. Absolutely love it. You have you been there again? Not recently. You need to go. So, oh. It's the best it's the food. Best. Oh, what's your favourite place to go in the Mount for dinner for like a nice dinner? I'm a, I love Alpino. I love sitting outside. At yeah, Alpino. I'm yeah. going there for the vibes. Yeah, um, and the pizza is really nice. Pizza is really good. I like that they have burrata because um, I'm that girl as well. Same. Uh, <laughs> where else would I do I like to go in the Mount? I went to Fife Lane last week. Let's talk about that. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't been. I hadn't. I I like hardly go, mainly because I don't plan my dinners out too much in advance. So whenever I always want to go, and it's always fully booked. But it's it's amazing, and we actually like. I think you could definitely go and spend a lot of money mm. real quick. But we kind of just chose. We shared uh, a seafood pasta, which was really nice, and um, the chicken liver parfait, which was really delicious. And then we had. A bavette. The bavette is my favourite steak at the moment. Like a seared wagyu bavette. What is a bavette? It's like, it's almost like a rump steak kind of texture, like, but it's it's real tasty. Yeah, I reckon it's the new, they do one at Sailor with like a bavette and chips. It's amazing. And we had a sirloin. I don't like sirloin at all. I'd actually go to cancel sirloin. I'd agree. Yeah. I tried to do one on the barbecue, like a like a slab of it, and yeah. it just was gross. Every time I have sirloin, I don't like it, yeah. so I'm done with it. Okay. I'm actually right. never ordering it again. Jess okay. is like, get the sirloin. I was like, I don't, I don't like sirloin, but we'll get it because you're saying it's amazing. I wanted to have the beef Wellington. But we didn't. We yeah. got the sirloin. I got that when I went to Five Lane. Yeah, was it it's good? So good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had that. just like never had that before. Yeah. And I was keen to try, and yeah, it was nice. Yeah, we got, but you can choose your. So you choose your steak. And we shared two between the three of us and they sliced up, which is quite good. And then you can choose your sauces. So we had like horseradish foam, peppercorn jus. Um, it was like a chimichurri. We had like a herb, but we had like five sauces with the steaks and that made me very happy. I was mm. quite happy with that. <laughs> and the price was actually pretty good. Like we chose the the, the cheapest steaks. Mm. But like there was like a beautiful like lamb dish and the veg- they were all around $30, $30 a, a main. Yep. So I thought it was quite good. It's in the top 100 steakhouses in the world. Yeah. Which is wow. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We mm. went like probably six months ago. Mm. Yeah. I need to go there more. I, I need to go there full stop. Yeah. You need to go there. Yeah. We really, you and Hayley would really like that for a nice little date because they've got some yummy seafood bits on there we're, as well. We're, we're, we've been going out a lot more than usual recently because we've had heaps of people over for to babysit, yeah. Christmas and whatnot. So mm. we've been, been out a few times. Mm. But we normally find somewhere that we like and we keep going back there. Where do you like? Uh, yeah. We went to Umami again, literally after oh, talking about it. Oh, your new fave, Wait, yeah. It's literally the Pies Pie shops. Everyone it's reckons... It's cuisine. <laughs> it's like Japanese fusion. Oh, like Asian stuff. fusion, yeah. Oh, it but it is so, so good. Yeah. Um, Everyone's been raving about it. It's just that no one's ever on the side of town to, yeah. to go. You wouldn't make the trip. 
Yeah. But yeah. the tempura... Um, calamari. Oh, the calamari tempura... Um, eggplant. Eggplant. So, so good. And we got mm. the pork belly bao buns, which was mean. It has like a wasabi mayo in it. Um, but yeah, we probably ate like enough of four people because we just kept ordering stuff. It's mm. just so good. Just, and it was it. absolutely pouring down with rain, so we didn't want to leave. <laughs> do you like, what do you, do you guys like izakai? Oh. Because that is one of my all-time favourites. Do you know what? I didn't mind the food, but I had such bad service that really? I'm, I've got this big bee in my bonnet about going back there. Right. Yeah, I got real annoyed. Right, like yeah. just like slow to the table or? Oh, we, like just everything that, there was three staff wandering around, the restaurant was empty. Um, no drinks orders, no food. We had to call them over to ask mm. to order drinks. Mm. And then they came about an hour later and then they never offered us another drink. I had to call them over to get the food oh, order. Wow. Had to call them over and ask, like, yeah. for another knife. Like, and then they were just wondering, they didn't check on the food. Yeah. So we were there for for ages and everyone wanted to have a few drinks and we had one drink. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, they for- and then we ordered more drinks. They forgot them and, like, just yeah. paying. I just, I just got real. I was like, this is... So shit. Yeah, yeah, that is so annoying. Yeah, and but everyone's always at me like, sure, you need to go back. You've actually, that's I, great yeah, food. It's and probably what Mac doesn't love it that much, and so I'm always like, if I go out with anyone else, I'm like, let's go to this guy. You like it. the ramen, eh? Love the yeah. ramen. The also the lamb rib situation. Oh, yeah, super good. Like got honestly, hide and thirst. Oh, yeah. they're so good. Like I salivate thinking about them. The fry bread. Oh yeah, so good. Power dumplings. Yeah. I like that they had a, like a Kai Tire Fire mayo with the, I think it was a crispy tofu maybe. Oh, yeah. And it was really nice. I think I the Kai Tire. I forgot how good Kai Tire Fire is. Me too. I've what been is going. Kai it's it's a like hot a hot sauce. sauce. Right. I've actually been going hundies on the Kai Tire Fire. Yeah, like I it's like discovered Tabasco, it like 15 years ago or something. Slightly different. And then forgot right. about it, but it's so good. Yeah. I'm quite a big hot sauce fan because I go, I've got sea oil, but then I've gone like. Because I've realised when you count like your calorie, like trying to like work out to cut back your calories, and you're like, right, I have like two tablespoons of sesh oil a day. It's like 500 calories. Yeah, it's going to be a Straight lot. Oil. It's, be a it's lot. not good. I've actually come up with an idea when I was thinking about it. I was like, I need sesh oil. I was like, I'm going to do a dry sesh oil. I'm just going to do. Okay. I'm going to put all the flavours of sesh oil into a sprinkle. Okay. So like a chili shaker. Yep. And then it'll be no calories. So I need to get like chili flakes, Sichuan, some ginger, some garlic, some. Don't give away the recipe. Star anise, cinnamon. Like if I put a pinch of all that into the, okay. then maybe we'll sell it. New mm. product. Skinny Sesh. Mm. Yeah. You're so good with the names. <laughs> yeah. So Going back to the. I was just like read this, read <laughs> and you're like poke me. <laughs> True. The mother ducker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you know what? You know, I came up with this great name. It's my boyfriend. He's like, he's very emotional and dramatic, and like, <laughs> in a good way, you know. But he's like, very he's in tune with his. He's emotions. very in tune. He's very, yeah. and I'm very the opposite. And he's been talking about we're like we're like just throwing around ideas for what he could do as like a business. And he because he, he used to be an arborist, so he's like, I want to do tree maintenance and like gardens and stuff like this. And we're like sitting, sitting there talking about business ideas for two hours, and I looked and I was like, oh my god, just came up with the best name for your business. High maintenance. (laughs) (laughs) High maintenance. I was like, it could be. It makes so much sense. And you can answer your phone, hello, I'm high maintenance. (laughs) 
That's so good. I said absolute hysterics. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is going to be a successful business, but like the name is absolutely and worth it. And also because like trees are high. That That's works. what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it worked in like yeah, all these so good. different yeah. ways. Yeah. I was like, you could have like real slick branding, just yeah. like high maintenance driving That's around. It. That's so good. <laughs> yes, oh. I thought that was great. Maybe I should just like come up with people's business name ideas. So are you, do you do all the names pretty much? Like that's your thing? Um, there's a few that we sort of collab on, like um, the advent calendar ones. I think I I can't do it in a rush. Yeah. And often I'm someone's like, I need names for this. I actually just need – so the whole of January I have been on form with ideas. I'm just – ideas popping out of my head – 24-7, I'm having, like, three business ideas a day. And I was just thinking to myself, like, it's because I've not been sh- at work stressed. I'm, like, just full of ideas for everyone, solving problems on my peak ideas. But, yeah, when I'm under the pump, I actually mm. I need, I don't have any room to think and I, I have nothing. Mm. So when it's, like, advent naming, we'll often all sort of pitch in. And sometimes we're, like, there was one that I never really, like, took us ages a harder call. Oh, yeah. We spent so long trying to get the name right on that. It's like a barbecue hemp heart seasoning. It's like a crust almost. But it's almost like a ducker kind of consistency. Like Yeah, and we just we called it Salmon Dance because it's beautiful as a salmon crust. And then we're like, right, we're trying to think of like coal barbecues and hemp hearts. So we're like heart of coal, mm. as in like heart of gold, like play on that. But we spent months trying to come up with a name for that. Yeah. And I wasn't happy with any of them. Um, and then hemp haze was kind of the same, which was yeah. the hemp heart hazelnut ducker. So hemp haze is a good name, but then maybe it doesn't kind of like portray what the product is. Portray what the product is yeah. very well. We're really we're we're still battling. Like we've been battling for like three years on naming the products. Like, do we call them dumb stuff like lemon and herb crumb? Which tells you tells exactly you what the product what is. The product is. And you know? or, it's going to do well on a supermarket yeah, shelf. Yeah. Or do you call it? Yeah, TikTok trending, which has yeah, nothing, nothing to, to do, do with the it. product, but it's a it's kind of a Makes play on the, the product. So yeah. like Rock the Zatar is good because it tells you it's Zatar. Taco Tuesday is good because it tells you it's a taco seasoning. Mother Ducker tells you it's Ducker. Poke Me is almost okay because you know it's like four mm-hmm. Poke Bowls. Mm-hmm. And it's always in that like description yeah. line, but you're right. In a supermarket shelf, you often, it's you need it like, customers. you need it. Bang in your face. Because yeah. in the supermarkets, you've got people coming up to that product that like don't even know, probably don't even the know the brand. Brand, yeah. And so they need to kind of know exactly. You what know, I, I think I agree with you. But act. then like some sometimes like ginger spice, it's telling you it's ginger spice. Um, it's impo- it's an important part of our brand. Totally. So I don't know. We sometimes Signing we used to put it in sort of bold underneath the name. Eh? You almost need to have it. Yeah, some of them second do. Second line have, like, or something to tell uh, you what the, it is. The crumbles, like the, um, that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. Has like a orange and ginger. Orange and cardamom crumble topper yeah, or whatever. Stuff like that. Mm. But we haven't hit the um the sweet spot, I don't think. Or oh, like rations says underneath it. Um, cheese and bacon cheese dip mix. Cheese and bacon dip mix. But we're, yeah, it's hard because yeah, there's so much personality in the, the name of all of them. I guess that's why we push so hard with brand exposure. So it's like, we just need to get that Pepper and Me logo recognisable or to be like, hey, I've seen that on TikTok, mm. but I don't know what it is or I don't know anything about it, but I've seen you around and that seems to be working quite well. So I think that's why we push so hard with on TikTok especially. It's like, are we getting sales from it? No. But are people going to then see it at the oh. supermarket or the food show and say, mm. I've seen that brand. So many people at food show. I am like, recognising that brand. Yeah. Which is such a change from 
five years ago. I've seen you on Instagram. And then Instagram. So it does work. It's just like, yeah, get that brand exposure out there. I guess it's mm. like a big focus of ours. Mm. Are you guys manufacturing fully in-house or do you have certain products that are? Um, we manufacture all the dry products here and the sesh oil and then the wet is outsourced still. Yeah, we need some big tanks and it's a whole other food safety thing that we don't need at the moment. We've actually got no space to do it here. Would you like to have control of all manufacturing? No. Not really. <laughs> no, the idea last year was that we would actually start to whittle down the wet products yeah. and focus on what we do best. Get We've got that bagging machine down there for the yeah. dry products and like focus on that but people just love the aiolis and stuff so much that we've not really been able to let much go yeah so when we decided to cancel the aiolis the aioli the burger the tartier and we're like Such done we're like done don't yeah. and then just every every day thousand you know everyone that's coming back burger sauce aioli like, oh, god well if we can get it right we just do it right have you got them all back now mm, yeah. yeah yeah we've br- we we um the factory that we used to make them at sold and the new owner was just awful, awful, awful. So we were kind of tapped out and then we tried with multiple other places to get them right and we just couldn't get them the same. And then it's sort of pretty much almost went under, right, and it's been rebought. Some of the old staff have gone back to the original place and they're like, hey, we can do this for you. And we're like, right. oh, God, well, it's, on, it's on a plate. Yep. Just yeah. do it. Right. And the products are spectacular again. So, nice. yeah, very happy to have them back. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so we've got three different contract manufacturers that we use for different yeah. things. Yeah. Do so you guys manufacture the butter in-house in winter? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep, we do, which is a big – it's such a big job. Um, so we just do one. Yeah. One massive run, couple of days making them, mm-hmm. and then store them all and try and sell them all, and then it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just do one a year. Get it in, get it out. It's too, it's too hard. It's too much effort. <coughs> it's definitely a nightmare. And we obviously like dry product. We, we've got that really like sorted, you know, we do that really well. But yeah, it's, we didn't have much success whittling down products, did we? No. How many SKUs are we currently running? Oh, 50. Yeah. yeah. And do you have size variations in many of them? Yeah. We also tried to whittle that down to yeah. just move more from jars into bags and then have the option of the shaker. So you like you buy your shakers, you you buy your refill bags and that's how you mm. how you run your admin. Um, but I mean the jars are quite nice. The jars, people like the jars, especially the little salts in the jar. It's a really nice gift. Sort of better than the than mm. the bags. Especially for the everyday use type stuff. Mm. Like if you're doing if you're opening and closing a bag of man grind every day, like you know, it's yeah. not in a shaker or something, that's annoying. The the um yeah, like the dip mixes and stuff. We see heaps of them go out for gifts, and the mm. gift, they just look better in a jar. Um, label turnaround is faster than a bag turnaround, so there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. Mm. Um, and obviously, a jar's more expensive, and it's more expensive to ship. So you got like you immediately you're immediately looking at like yeah. two bucks more per totally. per product. And You'd also have so and much with the bags, so much cash flow tied up in all these different custom bags. Yep. Absolutely. Because I remember, like, you know, we're, we're getting like 10,000 of each unit and we've got 10,000 of each design yep. and you've got 50 like skews. starting yep. to get out there. I remember being like, oh, this is interesting. Like, why do I have no money in my account and we're yep. like doing better than ever? Lawn, off, Lawn says it to me all the time. I'm like, why is there no money? Yeah. And he's like, it's all in product. And then I remember that happening like the what, two Black Friday, uh, three years ago, after we stocked up heaps of Black Friday, just launched a new product or something along these lines. And I was like, 
holy, like why why are we going to struggle to pay the bills this month? And it was because I, and I had never really done a proper stock take before that. Yes. The accountants had like said, and I'm like, oh, maybe like X. Yeah, well, and then I did it and it was like four shelf. times yep. the amount than what I thought it was. Yep. And I was like, okay, so that makes sense. We are going to get that money back at some point. Yep. But yep. yeah, that was, yeah, with mm. growth came um, some interesting financial situations. Yeah, it's frustrating, it isn't it? Sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely sort of found the same thing. I mean, we're, yeah get past the packaging and then it's something else like ingredients um, to have control over um, your ingredients and, and you're not at the mercy of other like shortages of paprika or mm -hmm. you know shortage of paprika deletes 10 items from our range yeah. and then that removes 10 sets and half our website's out of stock just from one ingredient yeah. and you can guarantee if one stockist doesn't have it the other one doesn't either like yeah. one supplier yeah. so I'm like right we need to be holding enough paprika for three months and yeah. then to, to do that is space. really hard it's space and it's money but you need to do that to, to secure your brand I guess yep Chick yeah. chicken stock's one of those oh chicken chicken salt chicken salt yeah that, that's caught us out a few times. Yeah, the pet smoke paprika's caught us out. Salt? Nah, we're usually Not pretty salt, good on no, salt. It's all good. There's, all, there's, there's, there's been a few. Yeah. Chipotle powder. It's always yeah, something. Always something. I think, like, the beautiful thing about your business and Real Red Food was, like, because we had such strong direct-to-customer sales mm. in the website, it's sort of like – because if imagine if we were all wholesale. Your oh. cash flow would be cooked. You're because you're getting from your direct to customer. You're getting that money in your account maybe a couple of days yep. later. Yep. Yeah. If you were like a hundred percent wholesale, yep. you are a having to stock up, and then b you're getting paid on the twentieth of the next month. Because yep. yeah, we found that when our supermarket stuff really increased, that was when the cash flow started to be an issue. That's, yeah, where you would have yeah. been like three months yep. of just waiting for yeah, stuff to yeah, flow yeah, through. Yeah. And foodstuffs is, well, any supermarkets, they mm. just run by their own rules. There's nothing. Yep. And then they'll take 7% seven, seven off <laughs> yeah. for some fee and yeah, then they'll yeah. do this and do that. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's just like, ah, uh, yeah. our auto invoice number recognition mm. software read a 7 as a 1, so the PO number doesn't match up, so we're not going to pay this $700 yeah. invoice. And then it's three days of, like, trying yeah. to call someone and sort it out and yeah it's so interesting like we people are often like interested everyone asks me like yeah about what's your split direct customer wholesale 50 50 and, and it's so good to keep it that way although I'm sure it prohibits lots of growth someone asked me the other day how do you deal with having sales when you have so many stockers you know mm. how does that affect your stockers and she's like how do you I was like, I don't know, we just have sales. <laughs> if someone complains, we're like, oh, well, too bad. Yeah, yeah. But it's, they can have their own sale and drop their margin. That's, that's exactly right. I'm like, they're getting 40% margin off the yeah. product. Yeah. Um, so they've got room yeah. to do yeah. that. But if we're having a sale, it's not because we want to. It's because we need cash. Mm. So it's not like, oh, sorry, would you like to come and pay the bill? Maybe if you do, you know. Yeah. God. Yeah. We don't want to discount our product that heavily. It's like, oh, we need to pay for this, we need to pay for this. It's just the way the, of the business world. I don't think people understand that. They get annoyed like, I just bought something full price oh, yesterday. I know. Well, like, could <laughs> I have that discount applied to my order that I placed last week? Yeah, 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 no yeah. Whole. I know, I know. I'm like, I get it because it's frustrating. I do it too. I'm like, oh, I just bought that. But yeah, that's but just I just take the L. Like, you're just yeah. like, oh, that sucks. Snap, Move on. Snap that's up. why Shree doesn't do customer service. I know, that is very true, that is very true. We, we pride ourselves in doing really, really good customer mm. service 
And so Sheree doesn't do Sheree it. Doesn't do it. <laughs> and Sheree doesn't even know what we do because she would be shocked at some of the stuff that we that we let people get away with. No, but, but it's I've all always in... said that. I've always said the customer needs to walk away happy no matter what the situation. Yeah, totally. Well you, you one yeah, one one like someone with one bad taste in their mouth can do more damage than than anyone would understand, you know. You don't Absolutely. That, that just spreads like poison, doesn't it? And a, and a bad experience that yeah. customer service turns into a good experience is more memorable than yes. an average just, exactly. experience. Yeah. Oh, we had That's a what I God, we had a great one over Christmas. Oh, like, oh her jar had arrived smashed and apparently got on her carpet. And she was... Tried to get a carpet replaced. Oof, man, I'd, yeah, I'd never seen like, someone so mad. Someone had recommended Absolutely the furious. to her, so she was like a first-time purchaser, so all of this sort of stuff. But like, Never purchase from you again, I'll never recommend you. It was just a horrendous service, it was like, the courier broke it, not us. And like, what what? How? What are you doing? That You know, some nice words and replacing the package straight away, sending it straight out to her, like all of that sort of stuff, and she was stoked. She's like, oh, I'll come, I will purchase again now. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I thought? Like, the thing that I found was like, People would come at you so hard to try and be impactful because they thought that you weren't going to do anything about it. Yeah. So they'll try and come so hard. And then as soon as you're like, hey, I'm so sorry about this. We will absolutely replace that. It will be on their way to you, on its way to you today. Already on its mm. way. She'll say, they'll come back and be like, oh. wow, that is so, so nice. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Big fan of the brand. And I'm just like... You why were you so hard? It's like they think they've already made it up in their mind that this has gone wrong, it's been a terrible experience, X, Y, and Z, but it's like, we're going to fix the issue. So funny. I think, I, unfortunately, like a lot of dropshipping brands and a lot of big brands and like had really slipped on that customer yeah. service and people just almost got used to customer, customer service, service being yeah. kind of crap when it came to ordering things online mm. and didn't, yeah, so if, you know you got to maintain your. We spot had like there. a situation where someone like called me up. I didn't know how she got my number because I tried not to make it available everywhere. But yeah, <laughs> calls me up. I'm like, hello, it's Hannah speaking. She's like, hi. Um, and basically goes in to tell me that she had ordered so many packages on Black Friday that um she didn't get the chance to open the box of slices that was delivered last week. <laughs> that had a big perishable sticker on it, <laughs> and that it was. What am I going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> and I was, just, and I'm on the phone, so I don't even have time to like think through Compose my response yourself. that I would. Yeah. So I was just like, oh. "Oh, I'm sorry." And like normally, I'm like anti-confrontation. Like I thought that like I'd just be like, "Oh, we'll send another one." But I was like, "This is a step too far." I'd had so many, and I was like, <laughs> "I'm sorry." There's a perishable sticker on it. Like that's that's you, their situation. You know what you yeah. bought. <laughs> That was how I handled yeah. that one. But normally we would do everything. But that one, I was like, hey, you've obviously got enough money to buy so many packages. That you forgot about That you one forgot the perishable one. Yeah. <laughs> if you call up my food bag because you forgot your my food bag, I don't know if they're going to give you another one. Like, Yeah. Kind yeah. Of hey, HelloFresh, sorry I left this package outside for, for three days. Because um, I was busy. <laughs> the ice isn't frozen anymore, yeah. so it's actually the chicken's warm. Can you replace what it? What are you actually going to do about this, HelloFresh? <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, customer's always right. Yeah. We love them. Apparently. I love the customers. I've just got a new swimming pool thanks to my customers. So <laughs> give them a little shout out. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm like, oh. honestly, every, every day I'm like, oh, God, this is actually my life. I've got a pool. So it's good. So cool. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sure there would be like more prouder moments in my life, but that's actually it. No, that's it's it. so I'm cool. so happy. Yeah. It's all I've ever wanted. Yeah. Just to be surrounded by water, and I am now. Did you guys have a pool when you were growing up? 
Nah. We did in Hamilton for a couple oh, of years. Not that I remember. But not that. not for most of our childhood. Nah. nah. Yeah, pools are so cool. Yeah, I, don't, I just love being in the water though. Like I, I've got heaps of friends who have pools for the kids, but like I'll, I'm in there. Like Kit won't get out. To be fair. Yeah. He discovered um, skinny dipping yesterday. He's <laughs> like, watch me, I'm a frog. And then he would not get out. He's like, this is amazing. Thanks. Just imagine them as well. He I know. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, they love it. Oh. Do you think this is going to be your home for, like, forever home sort of thing? Like, next 10 years? or Um... It'll have to be a decent amount of time. I think I'll be pretty happy there for quite a while. Pretty yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really happy in Papamoa. I think I'll definitely, I don't see myself ever coming back this side, that's for sure. Even with the drive, I'm just so much happier by the yeah. beach. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess, don't know. We'll see. Mm. But yeah, I'm I, yeah, very happy there at the moment. Yeah, nice. Very good. Love it. All you'll right. Just, you'll just end up moving close to the beach to swim in your pool more than swim at the beach. No, nah, because we went to the – I still go to the beach. I still love the beach. Yeah. I love the beach. Like, if it's a mint day, the thing with the beach is it's so fussy, you know. Yep. You can be like, right, I've cleared yeah. my schedule to go to yeah. the beach. And you go down and it's windy. Yeah. It's actually good for nothing. Yeah. And then, like, yesterday was just the most spectacular day. And sometimes the waves, too, you, like, get down there and you're like, oh, this is mint day. And then you hop in the water and you're like, oh, my God, I almost got killed by that wave. <laughs> Better get out. Yeah. Or there's a shark. Or there's a shark. But that wasn't too we, – we just swam with the shark yesterday. They're totally different bodies of water, I agree. You, yeah. The sea and the pool so different. Yeah. I just don't like the You ocean. need both. You definitely need both. You definitely need both. <laughs> Obviously. We were at the lake yesterday and you just get out of the lake and you feel clean. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but you go ocean – we had – well, I was in the ocean at 10 a.m. till about 2.30 yesterday and then we went home straight in the pool. <laughs> Till five. So, yeah. Is your pool like salt water? Yeah, it's this weird new technology that I don't. I'm not. I'm. I don't entirely understand it. It is salt. Apparently, like the salt, like converts to chlorine, chlorine somehow. Or like I feel like it, that's not true, but it must like turn into something that chlorinates or does the thing to your pool that keeps it real clean. But it's not a full salt pool. It doesn't. He said it's like it's not a full salt pool. Yeah. But there's no, I don't have any chemicals. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I know. It's, I, I haven't been explained how to use it yet. He, he's coming back this week to You'll give never, me a handover. You, you, you need someone no, else but to it's sit all with fairly, you it's all fairly self-running. Right. And then I've got a vacuum. That vacuum's the bottom. Yep. Um, the pot, I've got no cover yet. So yep. I thought it would be kind of cold and there's no heat pump. And it's perfect. It's so perfect temperature. So I won't, I won't heat it for the next few months. Yeah, no, I love it. So great. But nice. but I um you know how so I've blown the budget, like obviously. Like by so much. And then of the pool. Yes. The pool no, the pool probably is uh blown that. Yeah, blown that. But then the landscaping and I was like, Oh yeah, blown that. Well, and I get the I get a, I gotta play pay the deposit on the landscaping. What have I forgotten? GST. <laughs> so my quote didn't include GST. <laughs> So I've just been walloped <laughs> another 10 grand. <laughs> I'm like, oh my, oh my God, I literally can't take anymore. Ooh. I'm like, I'm bleeding every which way here. So yeah, I've got to keep my business ideas flowing. Rolling. Yep. Yeah. We might be having Time a Black Friday sale. <laughs> we might be having a Black Friday sale in March. <laughs> You've done this to yourself. You can be you can be packing the orders. <sighs> I know. No, I've oh. coming up with all these sideline business ideas. Yeah, high maintenance. High maintenance, yeah. <laughs> He better get onto it. 
<laughs> I need to hear some feedback about my restaurant idea. I'm hoping people. When's that podcast going up? It went live yesterday. Well, I yesterday. listened to it. Did on you? My walk this morning. Oh, perfect. Nice. What do you reckon? I'd love. I, I'll be. I'd buy a ticket. Restaurant at home, eh? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. See, you f- so you cool. Especially with bar, the pool and the table. outdoor area. Exactly It'll be right. So, cool. yeah. so you rock up. With you have cats a, and skin yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe ban the frog. Definitely, it'd be so cool. Um, yeah, it'd be cool, right? And you have the whole afternoon because you can't eat like five courses at once. So you'd be like, yeah, have a swim. You come up to the bar, have some drinks. Like, hopefully, someone can play some free live music for me. <laughs> this has gone Go further. No, I'm like, yeah, I'm on this idea. Right? I reckon it's going to be so lush. And a great name for it. Sundays at Cherie's. And probably <laughs> like all of your friends would just buy tickets. Well, yeah, I might run a, I might run for my one, run one for my friends. I'll be like, this is the trial, yeah. but you actually have to pay. Yeah, it's not absolutely. <laughs> you have yeah. to pay. No, but it's, it's just like when you go away with a group of mates, it's like if you're all going to chip in for the food costs and like yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'd love to do. It. I'd love to give it a go. I need to look into the the food, like what the requirements would be, to do it, like to get a license to do it, to you do just the have food. To or... Store your food separately from your household. Yeah, food, yeah. I right? just put all my household food in the garage fridge or something. Yeah. Just have to put the put the animals away, maybe like the cats. Oh, yeah. I don't have a dog or anything, but like lock the cats somewhere. All right, we better wind this up because I've got a fully jam-packed schedule. I'm sure Hannah nice. needs to get back to the baby. Thank you, thank you, Han. Thanks for having me. Hopefully that podcast was informative to people. Like, they're probably going to be so fascinated because it's like, I don't know if people listen for business or food, but it always gets people's minds sparked thinking about like, God, I never thought about that that detail, what that must be like or like. You know, you definitely go into like when you when we were selling it, it's like, a dark corridor that you're just figuring it out. So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's a big process. There was lots of tidying up for us. It might have been a bit easier with Rare Red, like just with the accounts. Like we had oh, to Kiko, sort yeah. so much stuff out. Was that a mission or was that easy for well, you? She's only had one business to sell. Like we were trying to yeah. pull two businesses apart. Yeah, no, nah, it was it. very like I had um, my cousin who's an accountant was like very. Uh, on board with the financial side right. where like monthly dashboarding the right. account and I knew that I wanted to sell one day so like I was I'm like a st- OCD for the rules as well like yep. the, like Real Red Foods card was not being tapped for anything other than Real Red Food related stuff so yeah I told like, you discipline, discipline. Yeah, Shree's card is tapped for everything and everything yeah. <laughs> see I should have done it a little bit more maybe but in the mm. end for the sale purchases it, wor- it like, worked well. real, it was real clean yeah Cherie's would be not clean filthy <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know how uh, our accountant has kept us. <laughs> do you guys have a bookkeeper as well? No. No, but that's probably this year. So that's me that does all of that at the that's moment. That's going to be Lorne. Yeah. yeah. Bookkeeper. Lorne is the bookkeeper. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks, have a great guys. week. Right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz.